was a famous trumpet man from out Chicago way. He had a book and style that no one else could play. He was the top man at his craft. But then his number came up and he was gone with the draft. He's in the army now, a blonde reveille. He's the boogie woogie bugle boy of company. All right, that was a special treat from Allison Task. You are with Find My Thrive, and you just heard a little sample of America's Sweethearts. Mwah! Happy Fourth of July weekend from me to you. Hope you enjoyed that. And boy, do I have a treat for you today. So I am sitting next to Carly Kincannon, who runs America's Sweethearts. Um, she is an actor, singer, performer in Manhattan. Um, and she is also the lead, the director. What do you call it? Uh, I would say manager and music director. Let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> manager and music director of America's Sweethearts. America's Sweethearts is a vintage entertainment trio um, or a series of trios because you've got more than three people there, right? That's right. A series of trios available for hire. I'm just going to give you a quick commercial now. They're available for private events. Think 50th birthday party for your favorite veteran Corporate events, World War II themed events, air shows, hello folks, Andrew's sisters, vintage entertainment, best of the best, right here in your backyard. Um, most of the, the girls who work for the group are in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens. All of the above, yes. All of the above. And they are uh, wonderful. If you want to enjoy them more, you can check out americassweethearts.com. That's americas-sweethearts.com. And you're going to get lost in clips. I know I did. Welcome, Carly. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a total treat to have you here. Um, I invited Carly here to find my Thrive because she is an artist. She is a living artist. She's an actor. A singer. What else am I missing? Dancer? Uh, ish. Mover and a shaker, <laughs> I like to say. Now, she has, how long have you been in New York? Uh, this, this month marks 10 years for me. Congratulations. Thank you. We're happy you're here. So, so many people, certainly around, across this country and around the world, have dreams of coming to New York, auditioning for Broadway. Tell me about your path. How did you get here? You've been here for 10 years doing it. How did you make that move where did you come from? So I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, and um, I knew I wanted to be a singer. And so I went to Northwestern University to pursue that. Um, I was in the classical world. I wanted to be an opera singer and then sort of got lost in theater and how much I loved that and realized that maybe opera wasn't my jam so much. So I sort of drifted into the theater program at Northwestern. Um, Graduated with a music degree, and then I moved out to New York in June of 2007, and um, I have worked for Disney since then. I did about three years working for Disney Cruise Line. Um, I've done a plethora of Joe jobs, as I like to say, just regular Joe jobs, like working at Equinox behind the desk or, you know, just silly little things to pay the bills for about 10 years, um, and then I sort of stumbled into this about a year ago, and that's the the quick version. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was nice and tight. So how, how did you do that? How did you decide to come to New York and pursue this? Because for the last 10 years, you're very skilled and very talented, as we just heard. Um, but for 10 years, you've been here in New York pursuing this thing. Tell me about that connection to performing what is it that makes you take all the joe jobs so that you can do this thing um it's really the only thing that's ever made me like truly truly happy that i've done um 
it's the only job I've ever wanted to have. And it's the only job I could ever see myself having. I never had a B plan of any kind. So it's a calling. Yes. What is it about it that you love? Um, I mean, the short version is bringing joy to people, but really it's theater in general to me is about making people feel something that they normally wouldn't feel or that they might not take the time to feel. And you're making them sit there for two and a half hours watching you. They're actually choosing to they're Actually, they're choosing to sit there. We're not forcing them to do it. But <laughs> they pay good money. <laughs> yeah. To feel something that they might not normally feel. It's not just about entertainment or having a good laugh or listening to great music. It's about connecting people and touching people's hearts for me. How did you know you had the talent to do it? Like, I can't sing. It was never really an option for me, and I didn't really want to work that hard to do it. How did you know you had the ability? Oh, man. Uh, I had a lot of people in my corner, honestly. And Who, I just loved as, it. As far back as when? Like, were you a four-year-old belting it out? or I have cassette tapes of my parents taping me singing Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. So it was a love very early on. Um, and they've always been huge backers of my talent. Um, really good parents I have. And I had a really superb voice teacher in high school that guided me to become a really good musician. And that art is completely separate from just being a singer. It's being a musician also mm. that sort of like learning how to read music and the math of all the theory and like that really super nerdy stuff. Mm -hmm. I got very into that because of her. Mm -hmm. um, and she's the reason I got into Northwestern, which is a really tough program. So um, those people early on and then are your parents and this is for the parents and grandparents out there are yeah. your parents artists my parents are not although my dad really missed his calling he should have been the lead singer in a rock band um, <laughs> both of my my mom's mom was an opera singer beautiful beautiful opera singer and she sang on the radio with her younger sister all the time in the 50s uh. and then my grandmother's mother also sang with Detroit Opera so on your mother's side, you have two, your grandmother and your great-grandmother were opera singers. Yes. So your mom was no stranger to the lifestyle of being an artist, being a singer. Yeah. They were both very, very supportive. Were others, you, you have lots of peers. Were other parents as supportive? Is that something that's special that happens to, to actors and performers? That is special, I think. Um, a lot of, and they sort of, they did sort of push me in this direction, but not as much as a lot of people I encountered. A lot of people at Northwestern were pushed into the direction of double majoring, which is freaking hard. Um, <laughs> it takes a lot of, an extra year, first of all, and it's just a ton of work. Um, and I just didn't have anything I wanted to double major in. And so when I told them that, they were like, okay, we'll drop it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Have they ever spoken to you about what it was like parenting, obviously a gifted and ambitious and passionate musician? Um, any stresses that they had? Did they waver? Um, I think early on, it was sort of like, well, yes, yes, push her in this direction. She wants to do it. And then it got really real for them maybe about five years ago. Um, and there was sort of like a shift, I think, when I started, maybe I just started to realize that about five years ago that they were, they're worried about me a lot. And I, you know, I've never, I've never starved. So that's good. Um, but I think they do worry about just my general future and making sure that I'm able to provide for 
myself and for my family. I just got married this year and he's also an artist. Gosh, we love being poor so much. <laughs> but um, just making sure that we can keep each other safe and healthy and um, provided for is, I think, a bigger concern now that you know I'm 10 years out of college. So Sure, sure. So that that is a great segue to moving from Joe Jobs to um, really wanted to, to make a go of it with America's Sweethearts. So again, America's Sweethearts, vintage entertainment trio style. You do music throughout the decades, starting with which decade? 1860. Dear God. Starting with 1860 up to 19... 1980 now. Woof! 1860 <laughs> to 1980. So pick your favorite decade for those, you know, 40, 50, 60 birthday parties, 50th wedding anniversaries. Do their year. <laughs> do their 1960. My parents actually, July 2nd, today... Today? No, this is July 3rd. So t- on July 2nd, it is their 50th wedding anniversary. That's awesome. Yeah. Congrats so to them. They were married in 1967. Wow. So what like what's in your 60s show? Oh my gosh, we have everything from well, we normally put the 50s and 60s show together. So we have everything from like Annette Funicello, the sweetest of the sweet, to like River Deep Mountain High, the Supremes. We have a big medley that we do of oh Supremes God. music because there's so much you have to cram it all into like five medley. minutes. <laughs> Oh, my God. All McGuire right, so, Sisters are big 50s hit for me, though. I love the McGuire Sisters. That's amazing. So if this is resonating with anyone out there, um, definitely go and check out America's Sweethearts, americas-sweethearts.com. And if you want to reach out to Carly and talk about scheduling something, Carly, C-A-R-L-Y, at americasweethearts.com is the way to book the group for your event. And actually, now I want to I want to say we were talking about your, your time as an artist, your parents supporting you, your grandma, your great grandma, who <laughs> I mean, that's a whole other conversation. Women, opera singers, turn of the century. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Um, but first, I want to give you a little sample. Now, this is my favorite sample of Carly um, from a song called Woman. Mm hmm. Um, you can watch the whole clip on their website, through their website, but basically she takes the members of America's Sweethearts and you guys are, you guys put original lyrics together. We did. It's originally from Smokey Joe's Cafe, the musical, or, you know, a I think it's a 1970s song. Oh, I wish I'd fact-checked that before I came in here. <laughs> but um, the original lyrics are a little dated. So for National Women's Month in March, we each wrote our own uh, verse. This is Carly's verse for woman. Check it out. I've been told I'm too fat, too skinny, too pretty, and too plain. I've been slut shamed by the press so much it's driving me insane. But I hold my head up high while running my company too. Can't make a dress out of a feed bag. But I'll make a man out of you. Cause I'm a Okay, what'd you what'd you think? Is that I mean, she she blows me away. <laughs> the talent of this woman, and of course, the talent of her group, her team, it just keeps going. Um, I'm gonna pause now for a commercial. Listen to our incredible sponsors, who I handpicked to be a part of this show. They're really they're wonderful people, local people who can help you out with your business needs, landscaping needs, website development, realtor, um, and then. We're going to come back and hear all about America's Sweethearts. Do you have a go-to restaurant, a place where they know you, take care of you, and you just feel good as soon as you walk through the door? Well, my go-to is Halcyon, the seafood brasserie on Walnut Street in Montclair. Here's why I love it. 
I can go to Halcyon for a glass of wine on a Monday night and listen to their jazz trio. I can go on a Wednesday with an old friend and enjoy a craft beer or one of Marshall's margaritas, which I love, and some shrimp tacos. Then I can get dressed up and come with my husband for raw bar and a bone-in ribeye on Saturday. Halcyon is like that. It's a beautiful, sexy space where you can dress up for a special occasion or just roll in for a weekday glass of whatever. Plus, they have this great event space upstairs. It's perfect for baby showers, engagement parties, birthday celebrations, or corporate events. And what I'm really excited about is that they have just started offering Sunday brunch thanks to new owners. So if you want a well-made Bloody Mary to kick off your Sunday, Halcyon is the place to do it. I'll see you there. Are you interested in selling your house? Are you interested in buying a house? Do you know someone who's selling or buying a house in Northern New Jersey? The whole key to this process is a great realtor and I'd like to introduce you to mine. Her name is Allison McGuire and she works at Halstead Realty in Montclair. She works with the entire Northern New Jersey area. So whether you're in Essex, Morris, Bergen or Passaic County, she can help you. She was a realtor who became a friend. And what's unique about Allison is that she's born and bred Northern New Jersey. She raised five children, and I mean spectacular children, in this area. She is a spectacular human being who will root for you, advocate for you, and make the process of buying or selling a home wonderful. I've bought with Allison, I've sold with Allison, I've rented with Allison. Give her a call. She's at 973-454-9116. That's 973-454-9116. Allison McGuire of Halstead Realty will make your buying or selling experience a pleasure. We are back with Carly Kincannon of America's Sweethearts. I'm Allison Task, life coach, career coach, and you're listening to Find My Thrive. And Thrive, we will, (laughs) listening to uh, Carly's music and America's Sweethearts music. They are so much fun. They are available for private events, corporate events, air shows. You want that uh, email address in your back pocket when you're throwing a significant event. You can reach out to Carly, C-A-R-L-Y, at americas-sweethearts.com. So, Carly, you were telling us how for the last 10 years you've had a series of Joe jobs, which is, you know, any Joe can do it, whether it's waitressing or um, working at Equinox, I think you said. Mm -hmm. Um, Your basic jobby jobs. Tell me now about America's Sweethearts and what your aspirations are for the group. Oh, my. So many. Um, I really want the girls, there are 11 of us total, to have a place to really express themselves in each era. Um, I find that to be something really important. or I found it to be something really important to me when I first started this group. Um, And just touching as many people's hearts as possible bringing this music to people who normally wouldn't have it um, and giving back to our veterans who have served us so well. I think that's a really a great thing that we are able to give back to the community. And tell me about some experiences. You want to connect with people and and perform this. What are some experiences you've had that you're like, this is why I do it. This is that thing that I'm talking about. Share some of those. Um, we were at an air show in Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, that's a full weekend. Everything is World War II themed. So if you're walking in there, you're dressed to the nines in, in World War II garb. Um, and they sell all kinds of things. And the music is all World War II. They have a radio show that's vintage, vintage planes, full air show with like reenactments and everything. It's amazing. Um, that's Tell us more. Where is it? 
It's oh. in Reading. Oh, you'll have to go next year, guys. It's mm-hmm. in Reading. Okay. It's awesome. It's a full weekend, first weekend in June every year. Okay. Um, and last year when I was there, I was managing. So I got to watch my trio perform and just talk to people about us. We were brand new. And um, one of the first experiences that I had as the manager of America's Sweethearts, we met this man and he was just talking to people about this book that he'd written. And he's chatting with us and we were like, oh, we're singers. So we sang a little bit of Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy to him. And he was like, sing something else. And we sang By Mir Bis Du Shane, um, which is partly a Yiddish song. Very, very famous Wait, Andrew Sisters on. tune. We're going to run a clip of that right now. Hang on. So we sang that song, just the chorus, and um, it's it shot the Andrew Sisters right to the top in 1938. And this man introduced himself. His name is David Wisnia, and he was an Auschwitz survivor. And the only reason that he survived was because the SS asked a group, and he was young, who which one of them sang. And he was like, well, I I can sing, I guess. And he sang By Me or Miss Duchesne, and it was the only thing that they wanted him to sing, and it's the only reason they kept him alive. <laughs> and I just looked at those girls, and they looked at me, and we were like, well, I mean, this story has to go on our show. Like, So we, we talk about it in every World War II show that we do now. Well, wow. There's a little space, a little, it should be a dance break probably, but we would rather talk about this incredible experience that we had with this man that we saw again this year at Reading. Wonderful. If you have a special veteran in your life or a story you'd like to share, reach out, reach out. This is why Carly does what she does. This is why she's so inspired and inspiring. Carly, C-A-R-L-Y, at Americas-Sweethearts, Americas-Sweethearts. You'll find the website. You'll see it all. <laughs> You'll know where you're. You'll know you're in the right spot pretty, pretty quickly. Um, this is what it's about. Mm-hmm. That connection. Yeah. You know there are parts of your brain that only get um, awakened with song, right? With sex, with food. So you're using that to tap into memories and emotions. It's a really interesting way to just see people. They are reliving what happened to them when they last heard this song or they're reliving a moment with a family member that connects them to this song like it just brings back a a visceral memory and music just has that way of what I like to say is squeezing your heart where you feel almost like you can't breathe and it's like oh it's this song it's the song and you can't make that connection through anything else other than music to me it's very special so tell me your aspirations for your group. So are, do you still have a Joe job? I do. I am a waitress one or sometimes two nights a week. And I've been, I've cut way back. I was working four or five nights a week about six months ago. And then I, I really cut back and it's been different and awesome. <laughs> it's been so great. <laughs> so in, in coaching parlance, that would be called closing a door to open a window, right? You're going to say goodbye to that thing that gives you security mm-hmm. and see what comes. 
So what has come for you in the last six months since you've closed that door? Because that's sometimes the hardest thing to do. My clients are, oh, I would look for a new job, but I just have this 12-hour day in this commute. I'm like, well, then you got to quit in order to look for the new job because you can't look for the new job while you're working. So what has happened good for you, for America's Sweethearts, since you closed that door? I felt like I was working 24 hours a day because I was. So I would come home from my 12-hour shift and I would work another four hours and then I'd wake up and I'd work six hours before my 12-hour shift. Mm-hmm. And I w- it was just killing me. So um talked to my husband about it and he was like, great, let's cut you down to one or two days a week and only nights so that I have a guaranteed time to work. You just have to make room. Like I didn't have any room in my life to give to this thing that I really wanted to work. Mm-hmm. So once I slid all the junk out of the way, um, I started a relationship with you in mm-hmm. a coaching format, which has been so helpful um, and sort of holds me accountable for like every goal that I want to hit. Um, that's been really helpful to me. We've booked three times as many gigs this year as we did last year. In the last six months or um, overall for the year? Overall for the year. But I think once I slid everything out of the way, that sort of started to generate on its own. Um, oh gosh, what else has happened? We're recording our CD right now, which never would have happened if I was working a million times a day. Because you're in charge. <laughs> you've got to make it, you've got to be the impetus to make it happen. Yeah. And something else I just want to take note, you said, I talked to my husband and he said, okay, let's clear the decks. So your partnership with him, was there more financial uh, security now that it was the two of you, not just the one of you? Yeah, um, it was... It was a bit of an adjustment at first, and then he lost his job. We that was fun, but he was only without a job for a week. So <laughs> that's amazing because he's incredible. Um, so he found another job very quickly, and um, and luckily it didn't make too much of a difference in our lives overall. Um, but you know, you don't you don't go out to eat as much. You don't like go have drinks after work. You don't you just cut back a little bit, and. Um, it, it has been a financial change, but it's one that has been completely worth it to both of us because mm-hmm. he also works for my company sometimes. So. Oh, does he? <laughs> what does he do? He's uh, our sound engineer for our CD, and um, both both of our videos were um, recorded and mixed and mastered by him. So the woman video he recorded in our home and also our decades video, um, which features music from 1860 to 1970. He recorded and that. And where can we too. find that if you guys want to watch? Uh, you can find it on YouTube. You can search America's Sweethearts, A Century of Sweetness or America's Sweethearts Woman, or you can find it on our website. Terrific. Terrific. So what what do you want? What are you aspiring to? Where do you want to see this group in the next year? Right. So 2018, you're 11, June 2018. Carly's been in town for 11 years. <laughs> if we're going to make this next year your most successful year, um, and I know there's the half of you that's doing the performing outside of America's Sweethearts. Mm-hmm. But just with America's Sweethearts, what do you want it to achieve? We're going to hold you accountable. We're saying this live. All right. It's <laughs> happening now. You heard it here first. Um, I want this to be a job that supports me full time. Um, and I also want that to be an option for any of the 11 women that I employ. So I want to be able to pay them a, a good, <laughs> by artist standards, um, salary per year. So that they don't take any other jobs if they don't want to for a year. And that's what they do. Now, that's really important. And and you mentioned before that I, I'm your coach. So Carly and I started working together about three months ago. 
Um, that's how I got to know her and the privilege really of, of helping her along her path. Now, in one of our first sessions, you were talking about because Carly's not just performing, right? She's running a performance group. And you had a lot of specific goals for your women in terms of how they are treated, how they're remunerated, the work they're expected to and asked to do. Because sometimes in the world of entertainment, people push the envelope and people ask things to do things they wouldn't do in other professions, let's just say. In fact, it might be illegal in other professions <laughs> to wear a certain outfit, for example. Yes. Um, so tell me a little bit, and we just have about a minute and a half left, but tell me a little bit about what you want to achieve for your team. Um, artists in general, I think, are so underpaid and underappreciated. And on a completely other level, women are underpaid and underappreciated, especially in this business. So it's really important to me to make sure that they are compensated fairly and appropriately and that they're treated fairly and appropriately. Um, and that involves uh, talking with clients, things that they're asked to do, like um, we're happy to do meet and greets after sets, but we are paid performers and I'm here to do that service because that is what you're paying me for. I'm not paid to be your friend today. I'm paid to sing because that's what I train to do and that's what my boss pays me to do. And I want them to feel like that's okay and that they should be respected for that. Outstanding. Carly Kincannon is raising the standards for the way um, uh, women, female, performer, female performers are treated, um, are paid, are hired, and I'm not even talking about your professional standards because the professional standards you hold yourself and your team to are very high. But you know what? Let me prove that <laughs> by giving you one last incredible sample of this terrific group. And let's do some of that Supremes. You have the Supremes compilation? Was yes, I do have. I have a little bit of Supremes. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Let's give you a little taste of that other absolutely incredible female group, the Supremes. But before that, thank you so much for listening. Happy Fourth of July weekend. This is Allison Task, life coach, career coach on Find My Thrive. When I was a little girl, I had a Summer is right around the corner, folks. And what does that mean? Means we're heading outside for outside entertaining, poolside fun, and all of that needs a great foundation. It needs great landscaping and masonry. Are you ready to put in that patio? Are you ready to do that bluestone walkway you've been dreaming about? Well, I have the team for you. Profection Landscape Design. They solved a masonry challenge for me. I had some bad masonry, which is an expensive problem to have, but I called them and they came, held my hand through the process, and rebuilt my patio. It is now the centerpiece of my home. If you want great landscaping and masonry from a real professional, from a team who takes pride in what they do, loves playing with stone, loves playing with pavers, loves brick, loves landscaping, then give Profection Landscape Design a call. They love their work, and you'll love what they can do for you. Call Profection Landscape Design at 908-684-9045. That's 908-684-9045. They're right here in northern New Jersey, and they know landscape design. Profection Landscape Design is a joy to work with. Give them a call. Do you need a website or logo for your business? My website, allisontask.com, is one of the key marketing assets for my business, and I owe it all to Caroline at Caroline Design. 
As much as people come to my website and say, oh, that's great, I'd like to start a coaching program, I promise you an equal number of people say, oh my gosh, I need a website, yours is so awesome, who designed it? So I send them to carolinedesign.com. Caroline really helped me bring my vision for my website to life. She works specifically with health and wellness professionals. So if you're a nutritionist, acupuncturist, or even an interior designer, give Caroline a call. She'll hold your hand through the web design process, make it fun, and help you develop a web representation of your business that is even better than you could conceive of on your own. You've seen mediocre websites before. Well, Caroline has high standards. She'll help you raise your game. Go to carolinedesign.com. You'll be glad you did.